Hey guys, and welcome back to Kitchen Table MTG. I'm your host, Donald, the Decree of Annihilation Trump, and today we're talking cube. So I got this plan. We're going to build a cube over the show. Hopefully you guys chime in on Twitter or, you know, go to the tapped out and tapped out link and leave a comment there. However, you can get a hold of me, email me, whatever. We'll talk about that later in the show. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get this thing done in a month or two. And then we're just going to keep adjusting it from there on out. So we're going to take a look. We're going to go in deep for from each set, Oath of the Gate Watch, forward. And uh, I think that's a good good way to start. A lot of people who are new to Magic probably have most of those cards. So they'll be able to make their own cube. And hopefully some people can make this cube for cheap and, you know, just play. It's fun. So we are going to buy a couple cards you know, here and there from older sets, but we're not going to buy anything too expensive. The cube, we're going to try to keep everything under $5. So if it grows from there on out, then there you go. You made an investment. But uh, let's get into a little backstory here. So I had played Magic a couple times in the late 90s, but, um, you know, I was more into riding my bike. I didn't get into Cube until my buddy brought over his Power Cube in 2012. And we started drafting every night. You know, I had a couple kids. We didn't really do anything else, so we played a lot of Magic and, uh, you know, then got into EDH, and Cube still to this day is one of my, my favorite formats. And it doesn't matter if you have a Power Cube or if you've just got, you know, a Popper Cube or... Just junk leftover cube. That's what mine is right now. And it's still really fun. As long as it's evenly powered, you know, you're going to have fun drafting it. So um, this this is going to be my third cube I'm ever built. I built the one power cube out of proxies. Didn't turn out that good. And then I've got my leftover cube. And now we're going to build this cube on the show. So um, let's get into it here. What is Cube? So a cube is a strategically organized collection of cards that are equal in both power and color. And uh, it makes a fun draft environment. So typical cubes, you know, a small cube's 360 cards, a medium cube's 540 cards, and a large cube's 720 cards. A small cube will support an 8-player pod, and a large cube will support two 8-player pods. And this is a, just a general rule, you know. Um, if you want to have 400 cards, go ahead. Make your cube however you want to make your cube. We're going to be building a 360-card cube on the show. So this typically consists of 60 cards in each color, 30 colorless artifacts, 30 non-basic lands, and we're going to build ours so the creatures and enchantments, instant sorceries, planeswalkers, they're all equal. Um, that's just going to help help keep the power level equal. We are going to be adding some multicolor cards in later. Uh, that probably won't come until the cube is finished. So, you know, this is the cube we're going to be making on the show, but there, there's a whole bunch of different types of cubes. You got popper cubes, budget cubes, power cubes, set cubes. Set cubes are really fun if you have a, a set that you really liked. I really liked Eltrich Moon. One day I'll build a set cube for that. But, um, you know, this will typically have four of each common and three of each uncommon and then one of each of the rares and mythics. And then you can draft that set for as long as you want. So that's something you can look into doing too. 
But yeah, if you're going to build your own cube, I would follow these three um, three rules. So rule number one is you're going to have to remember you got to sleeve this thing, right? So you're going to have to you're going to have to sleeve it, even if you don't have any dual faced cards. You know, they'll get marked when you're shuffling them, and that's just going to take away from the experience of the cube when people know what's in your hand and, you know, trying to cheat cards that they know are powerful into their hand because they're marked. And we're building a 360-card cube, so that's four packs of Dragon Shields. But you're also going to need at least a minimum of 30 of each basic land, not not including wastes, that's 150, uh, 150 extra cards. That brings it to 510 cards for the cube. That's six packs of Dragon Shields. So you're looking at about $66. But, uh, you know, another the rule number two is you're going to have to make sure it's evenly powered and distributed in each color. You can't have 300 dollars worth of white cards and then fifty dollars worth of everything else it's just not going to be fun everybody's going to go after white but they're not going to have enough cards to support it so it's just yeah you, you got to try to make the power level equal that makes for a really fun well put together cube and then uh number three the or the most important rule is it's it's just got to be fun. You and your friends are having fun drafting it, then it's a good cube. You know, you got to make make sure that it's fun. So um So let's jump into it. Today we're just going to be building the bare bones. You know, this is just going to be some cards that uh every cube's going to need. Um we're going to we're going to find some affordable dual lands. We're going to put some ramp in each color and some card draw in each color, removal uh, and board wipes in each color and then we'll go from there then we'll start going back through the sets and finding some fun cards to put in it but today yeah we're just we're building support so let's jump into lands here we got let's let's look at how many sets we got four different sets of dual lands in here I'm only putting three of these sets in there and they're all sets of 10 so that makes our 30 lands we'll add some colorless you know, utility lands in later, but, uh, so for dual lands, let's get, let's go cheapest to most expensive. First, we got the bounce lands. So these enter tapped, and when they enter, you return the land to your hand, and then, uh, they tap for one of each color of the dual land. So, um, you know, you can tap the land that you return to your hand and float the mana or spend it, you know, whatever, Whatever, it doesn't have to be an untapped land. So these are these are actually pretty fun in the cube. You know, if, if all the lands are equal in power, then everybody has to deal with it. So it's not not like somebody's having a original dual land and then you could only draft the bounce lands. So uh, I found all 10 of these on eBay for $6. So that's, you know... Price-wise, I think these are the best lands you can put. You got the gates, and the gates enter tapped, but at least these tap for two two mana. And you know you're you're gonna eventually be top decking for lands and not reach reach the lands you need. So it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt you to have these bounce lands in. They're pretty fun. Um, next, we got the tri lands. So 
This will be all the shards and wedges. It equals 10 lands. They enter tapped, but they tap for three colors. So I found all seven of these on eBay for seven bucks. And these prices will change. You know, you go on TCG Player and you can buy some moderately played cards and get these for a lot cheaper. But uh, let's get into, these are probably my favorite lands price-wise for a cube. Uh, the Czech lands, they were just printed in Ixalan and Dominaria. So these come into play tapped unless you own you control one of the two basic lands that it taps for. You know, most of the time these don't come into play tapped. These are just as good as a dual land unless you're trying to play five colors or something. You know, you're playing two to three colors. You're going to have these check lands um, come in untapped. And right now, for all ten of them, TCG player mid, they're about $34. But uh, I would wait a little bit longer on the Dominaria ones as of this recording, and they'll definitely go down a little bit. The Ixalan ones were a lot cheaper than the, than the enemy-paired uh, Dominaria lands. So, yeah, just wait a little bit on those, and you'll get them at a little cheaper of a price. And then if, if you got a little bit more money, um, the filter lands are really fun to have in there. So... These can tap for either, you know, like let's say it's a blue-red land. It could either tap for blue-blue uh, or red-red or blue-red. And you have to have one, you have to be able to tap for one of those colors to make it work. But it doesn't matter, you know, which, if you have red or blue, they can tap for any of those combinations. Uh, right now, the enemy color pair was printed in masters 25 and they are only like 35 75 right now so that's you know they're going up too because i just bought three three sets of them and uh they've already started going up so you you definitely want to get that and get your azusas and all the other cards you want out of masters 25 now the dominaria is out uh those master 25 cards are starting to roll up in price and then the uh, allied colors are sixty-two seventy-seven right now, so you know they haven't been printed in a while. They might reprint these here pretty soon. But uh, funny thing is, is they've got grave cairns, uh, graven cairns, and that's the red and black one. It's been printed so many times. That one's only two twenty-three, but it's still sixty-two dollars for all the allied color pairs. But if you're in red black and you're in your EDH decks, you know, or whatever other format you're playing that this is legal in, you should definitely buy those uh, Graven Karns because I didn't realize they were that cheap. Okay, so yeah, we're going to be running in this cube that we're building. Uh, we're going to be running the Bounce Lands, the Triple Lands, and the Check Lands. We're not going to run the Filter Lands. This will save on some of the price. Um... But yeah, this, this equals all 30 of our lands for right now. Eventually we will throw in some uh, some utility lands and stuff like that. We might take out the bounce lands. But for right now, this is our 30 lands. So that part's done. So let's get into it. We'll start off with card draw. We're doing Wooburg plus colorless in all of these lists. Um, 
So first up for white, we've got Mentor of the Meek and Bygone Bishop. So Mentor of the Meek is two colorless and a white, or two of any color and a white, for a 2-2 human soldier, and whenever another creature with power two or less enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay one if you do draw a card. And then Bygone Bishop, um, whenever a, you cast a creature spell with converted mana cost three or less, you investigate. That makes a clue token. You can pay two to sacrifice the clue and draw a card. So yeah, white's not the strongest. These these are all going to be under $5. So we're going to do with what we can. So let's get into blue here. We've got, let me find my instance, Brainstorm. Brainstorm is a one-drop instant. Draw three cards, then put two cards from your hand on top of your library. And we've got Ponder. Ponder is a one-drop sorcery. Look at the top three cards of your library. Then put them back in any order. You may shuffle your library and draw a card. So yeah, Brainstorm and Ponder definitely going in there. Nice one-drop card draw. So uh, let's get into Black. Black's got some pretty good card draw. We've got Read the Bones which is two of any color, black for a sorcery, scry two, draw two, lose two life. Uh, yeah, I mean, this EDH staple, this is just a great card all around. And then we got sign in blood. Sign in blood is two black, sorcery, target player draws two cards and loses two life. You know, this can also, you know, best case scenario, help you out in a mill strategy. Last two cards of your opponent's deck have them draw so it's got a little bit of versatility there uh let's get into red red we've got faithless looting so one red for a sorcery draw two cards then discard two cards also got some versatility you know if we've got any type of dredge strategy or anything we can uh Discard those cards into our library, get some reanimation going on. It has a flashback cost of two of any color and a red, too, so that's really nice. And then we've got Cathartic Ruin. So this is one of any color and a red for a sorcery. As an additional cost to cast Cathartic Reunion, discard two cards, and then you draw three cards. So let's get into green. We've got Rishkar's Expertise. So Rish, Rishkar's Expertise is four of any color and green, green. This, you know, we're not casting this till later in the game, but it's a sorcery that says draw cards equal to the greatest power among creatures you control, and then we may cast a card with converted mana cost five or less from our hand without paying its mana cost. So that's the main reason we're throwing this in here. Um, yeah, I mean, this is EDH staple, you need to get these cards, even if you're not throwing it in the cube. And then we got Harmonize for green, too. So this is two of any color, green, green, draw three cards. It's a sorcery. Good green card draw. And then Colorless, we got some fun stuff in here. We've got Skull Clamp, one of any color, equipment, equipped creature gets plus one, negative one. And uh, whenever equipped creature dies, draw two cards. So any token theme we're doing in a cube draft, you know, this card's going to be just amazing. And then it has an equip cost for one. And then we have Seer Sundial. This is four of any color for an artifact. It has a landfall. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay two of any color if you do draw a card. 
So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's what we're starting out with for card draw in the cube. Let's get into Mana Ramp. So for white, we don't really have Mana Ramp. We have Cost Reduction. We're going with Oketra's Monument. Three of any color for a legendary artifact. White creature spells you cast cost one less to cast. But then we get the added bonus of whenever you cast a creature spell, it doesn't have to be white. Uh, create a 1-1 white warrior creature token with Vigilance. So yeah, this is going to be super nice if we have Skull Clamp out. We got, uh, you know, some creatures entering. Maybe we're fooling around with that a little bit. We're getting some card draw and our creatures cost one less. For blue, we have Dreamscape Artist. Dreamscape Artist is one of any color in a blue for a human spell shaper 1-1. One, one, and it has the ability of two of any color and a blue, tap, discard a card, sacrifice a land, search your library for up to two basic land cards, and put them into play, then shuffle your library. You know, that's that's going to help out quite a lot of strategies, definitely. You got any graveyard shenanigans, mill stuff going on, self-mill stuff going on, that's a really sweet card. Um, and then black, we've got a classic... Uh, uh, we got Dark Ritual. So Dark Ritual is a one-drop instant, and it says add three black to your mana pool. Yeah, this one's just a classic. Great popper card. Uh, you got Cabal Ritual, too. You got to sacrifice a creature, and then it adds five. But uh, we're going with Dark Ritual right now. So red, we got, got a pretty fun one. Uh, this is only 275, but it's two of any color, red for a creature ape spirit. It's a 2-2, two -two and it says, Exile Simeon Spirit Guide from your hand, add one red to your mana pool. So it's a one-time use, unless we can get back into our hand, but for red, we will take it. And then green, you know, another classic, Lanoir Elves, one forest. It's a Elf Druid 1-1, one -one, and it taps for a green. And then uh, probably the most impressive out of all of them for our colorless soul ring. This is definitely going to be a card. If it's in your first pack, you're just going to grab it. So let's jump into some removal here. Uh, for white, we got swords, swords to plowshare. Let me find this. So swords to plowshares is a one white instant exile target creature. Its controller gains life equal to its power. Uh, these are only a dollar. They've been printed quite a bit, you know. Um, what's the other one? Path to Exile. That's like an $8 card, very similar. But, yeah, we'll take a Swords. You know, not only can this help with getting rid of a, a big creature, but, uh, you know, if you need to gain life and you got a big creature of your own and you can afford to get rid of it, you know, sometimes it just calls for that. So then blue, we got a pretty nice one here. Let me find the enchantments. Imprisoned in the moon. So this is two of any color and a blue for an enchantment aura. And you get to enchant a creature, a land, or a planeswalker. And then the enchanted permanent is a colorless land that taps for a diamond mana and uh, loses all other card types and abilities. This is super nice because if you're running like Lignify for green or something, it becomes a 0-4 creature with they, which they can block with or sack out. So when it becomes a land, it's a little bit harder to get rid of a enchantment or land. So that's pretty nice. Um, 
Where are we here? So, black, we've got Tragic Slip. Uh, this is a nice popper card. Um, let me find it here. So this is one black for an instant. It says target creature gets negative one, negative one until end of turn. But it has morbid, so if a creature died this turn, the creature gets a negative 13, negative 13 instead. If you're in black, there's a chance you're going to be able to have a creature die that turn. So that's super nice instant speed. I like, I really like Tragic Slip. Um... And then red, we had to kind of dig deep here. Let me get back up to the enchantments, or sorceries. No, it's an instant. So it's uh, two of any color in red for an instant. The owner of target permanent shuffles it into his or her library and then removes the top card of his or her library. If it is a permanent card, he or she puts it onto the battlefield. This is only $2. It's pretty... Pretty uh pretty sweet EDH staple, you know. I mean this is this is pretty good for red, so and the fact that it says permanent, red has red has some trouble getting rid of enchantments and stuff. So we like we like chaos warp. Uh green we're going with beast within. So beast within is two of any color for a green instant. Destroy target permanent. Permanent is key. Its controller creates a three three green beast creature token. That's that's pretty sweet. We couldn't ask for anything more. Uh, you could put Song of the Dryads in. That's sort of like Imprisoned in the Moon, except it's an $8 card. So, and it enchants any permanent, which makes it a little bit better. But uh, for Colorless, we had to dig deep. Uh, we've got Blazing Torch. So, Blazing Torch is a one of any color artifact equipment. And it says, equipped creature can't be blocked by vampires or zombies. Yeah, we don't really uh, don't really take that into account. But uh, equipped creature has tap, sacrifice blazing torch. Blazing torch deals two damage to target creature or player. It has an equipped cost of one. Uh, if you guys know anything better than this, let me know. You know, um, this is the best I could find that wasn't ridiculously expensive so you know it's got a little bit little bit of removal there you know there's a lot of small creatures and cubes so we'll take it uh, let's jump into the board wipes so for white we've got a sorcery two of any color white white destroy all creatures this is sitting at about two dollars and fifty cents for a four drop board wipe um, yeah I mean this is this is going in it's pretty sweet so uh, then for blue, we have Devastation Tide. Three of any color, blue, blue for a sorcery. Return all non-land permanents to their owner's hands. And it has a miracle cost of one of any color and blue. So you may cast this card for its miracle cost when you draw it, if it's the first card you drew this turn. So that's pretty sweet. You know, we're uh, hopefully going to get get to be able to cast it for that miracle cost but if worse comes to worst we've got it in our hands so let's get into black we have black sun zenith and this card i bought these uh, quite a few of these for a dollar and it is going up in price black sun zenith is x black black for sorcery put x negative one negative one counters on each creature, shuffle Black Sun Zenith back into its owner's library. So this is 
this is four dollars right now, so it's went up, but uh, it's under five, so we're throwing it in. And I like Black Sun Zenith because it, it those negative one negative one counters stay on those creatures, you know. So if there are a whole bunch of big creatures out there that you can't deal with. And uh, you don't have enough mana to destroy him. At least you narrowed him down smaller and smaller. So I like Black Sun Zenith. Um, for red, we got one of my favorite board wipes. And this one has went up in price. Uh, let me find it here. Blasphemous Axe. Eight of any color. And one red for a sorcery. Blasphemous Act cost one less to cast. For each creature on the battlefield. And then it deals 13 damage to each creature. So yeah this is. Uh, you, most of the time you're casting this for one red. It's. I, I had quite a few of these. And it's I think. I don't know how long ago it went up. But it's at $4 right now. But you know you should definitely pick these up. This is one of the best board wipes. In my opinion of all time. So uh, let's get into green. Green is hard to find, just a straight board wipe that gets everything off the board. But uh, to help with the green strategy, we've got uh, X and Phyrexian green. So this can be paid with either a forest or two life. And it's Corrosive Gale. Corrosive Gale deals X damage to each creature with flying. So hopefully if we're on green, we're staying low to the ground. And you know our creatures are going to be pretty big. And we're going to get through and kill everything that can attack us in the air. So, yeah, green was a little bit harder. Uh, but you can always go with the colorless option if you see it in one of your packs. Nervenial's Disc. Nervenial's Disc is four of any color for an artifact. It enters the battlefield tapped. And when it untaps on your following turn, or if you can untap it, pay one and tap it to destroy all artifacts, creatures, and enchantments. So this is sitting at about a dollar. Uh, best best colorless board wipe, in my opinion, out there. So pick those up. So this has been a basic rundown of the cube we're going to be building online. Um, you know, if you want to go to Tapped Out, I'll have a link. But you can always tech, check out Kitchen Table MTG Cube. And, uh, yeah, I mean, leave your comments. Follow me on Twitter. Find me somewhere. And... Help me build this thing out. Uh, right now, these cards roughly cost around $80 TCG player mid. You'll probably be... I mean, you might even be able to pick them up for cheaper than 60 If you're getting moderately played, you, you could probably pick it up for like 50 bucks. And hopefully you guys have quite a few of these cards. So um, We didn't add the filter lands. We already said that. Uh, you can add the filter lands, you know, take out the bounce lands and put the filter lands or the tri lands. If you don't want to have the tri lands in, you know, throw those filter lands in or throw the gates, whatever you got. Um, yeah, if you guys are serious about building a cube, you can always check out cubetutor.com. You know, they're a great resource for building your first cube. It's got a lot, you know, all sorts of different cubes on there that you can take a look at. You can even draft uh, draft the cubes that are on there. It's pretty, pretty cool. It's a, a one of my favorite sites out there. That and Manacraft or what is it? It's Manacrafter, manabasecrafters.com. You know, if you're building any EDH decks and you you want to look at uh, lands for your general, go to manabasecrafters.com. Um, 
Another thing you can do is if you have a lot of standard cards that are worth a lot of money or a lot of cards that you just don't play with that are worth worth some money, you can go on Puka Trade and trade those out, make your list, and hope that people start sending you the stuff that you need for this. Um, that's it for the show today. You can follow me on Twitter at UTB Game Co. Or um, my tapped out is Kitchen Table MTG. Um, you can email me at underthebridgegameco.com or underthebridgegameco at gmail.com. If you want to check out my website, it's underthebridgegameco.com. Uh, we got a Facebook. My wife deals with that. I have no idea what that is at the moment. Uh, we'll get to that later. But yeah, I mean, get, get with me on Twitter and let's build this thing out. Um, and then, you know, I don't know where you're listening to me. If you're listening to me on Anchor, that's where I'm recording. But it goes to iTunes and Stitcher and all the other stuff. But if you've listened this far, I've already taken 29 minutes of your life. What's a couple more seconds? Why don't you like and subscribe to the channel? And uh, we'll build this thing, you know, over a month or two. We'll have it complete. And then we will start changing it out from there. So... Thanks for listening. You guys have a good day, and I will be back to you later this week with some EDH deck techs. So, have a good day. Bye. Oh, one more thing. Um, I'm not going to add music to this to this episode, and I want, you know, if, if somebody could get a hold of me who's listened to these, uh, tell me... Tell me if you like it better with the music or better without the music. So, the show before this... A couple of them before this had the music. Some of them I forgot. But uh, let me know if, if it's easier to listen to with or without the music. Okay. Thanks. Have a good day. Bye.